Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome into A to Z Sports Picks. Brad and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, my man, how we doing, buddy? We're doing good, but my prep for this show got messed up because we got some major breaking news out in Phoenix. Uh, the lightweight champion, Charles Oliveira, has missed weight. He missed it the first time by a half pound. He had an hour to lose the other half pound, and he just weighed in like two or three minutes ago again and missed it again. So he has been stripped of his title. Now, they haven't said it officially, but usually in this scenario, they'll still fight tomorrow. But if Oliveira wins tomorrow, the, the belt remains vacant. And if Gaethje beats him, Gaethje becomes the champ. But Oliveira is no longer the champion. He missed weight. He was one of the last guys uh, to weigh in. I mean, like, when Gaethje was tweeting that he was it, already... This is, is, not to interrupt you, sorry. This is uh, UFC 274 for tomorrow, Tomorrow correct? night, yeah. Yeah, right, so, uh, well, I'll just... um. I'll mainly save most of it for later, but just real quick. Um, Gaethje was tweeting like 10 minutes ago when Oliveira had still not reattempted that he is already rehydrated. It was up to 165 and a half pounds. So um, it, it'll definitely impact the fight. You know, Gaethje's had more recovery time, et cetera, but we'll talk about that more later in the show. But huge, huge news. Yeah, that is massive, man. Yeah, we'll get into it. Everybody, welcome in. A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell, CBS Sportsline, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sports books. New users, make sure to download that BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200. That's A T O Z 200. You put down a $10 money line wager, all right, on any NBA team tonight, you will win $200 when that NBA team hits one three pointer. That's all you need, one three pointer. So download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200. That's all you got to do. That's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right, Brian. So we'll get into UFC here in just a bit. I want to start the NBA. We got two massive, massive games going on tonight. All right. So first up, we've got game three, Miami Heat. All right. At the Philadelphia 76ers. Seen a lot of movement with this line. This morning, it was heat minus three and a half. We get the news. Joel Embiid has uh, passed concussion protocol. We assume he's going to play. Like, we haven't had anything official announced in regards to that, but we assume that he's going to play. So, as we sit right now, the Miami Heat, one and a half point favorite with a total of 210 and a half. So, I'll throw it to you first, man. What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so I got to um, just hold off and wait until we hear on Embiid. I mean, obviously, he, he is the difference by just enormous. I mean, if he's cleared concussion protocol, which apparently he has, you know, he's still got a broken orbital bone, but I would think, you know, they put some mask on him, I'm sure, and I would still think he played. I mean, he was playing with a torn knee ligament against the Hawks in the playoffs last year, and he was playing fantastic. So um, I got to – you know, I, obviously by the line movement we've seen, it's in being anticipated that he's going to play. But the only official word, at least that I've seen, was that he had been upgraded to doubtful. 
Yeah. Um, I, I guess that's based on clearing concussion protocol, but then, you know, still the orbital bone, but I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking he's probably going to play, but I got, I got to hold off and find out for sure before I make a, um, a play on this one. That's, that's my thinking. Yeah. Our man, Joshua Johnson, y'all don't respond to people. I might've missed it. What's up, buddy? Type it in the chat, man. I got you. Go right back. What's up, Joshua? Yeah. What up, man? Um, so, okay. My thoughts are this. Look, I was on the heat minus three and a half. We get this news and yeah, look, Joel Embiid is he he's an all-time tough guy, right? In the NBA. Like he's played through bad injuries before he's played with a mask before. Like that's nothing. This isn't anything new to him. That being said, in a weird way, I actually think that this helps the Miami Heat. And I know that this sounds crazy, but my thoughts are this. Oh, Embiid's pretty much gonna play. The line movement shows that he's going to play. I don't know what his minutes are gonna be, right? I right. no idea what happens in the game. You could take one inadvertent elbow and you're you're out, right? But my thoughts are this. I thought before all this Embiid, like, you know, stuff came out, that this would be a game where Miami could get caught maybe sleepwalking a little bit. Sure. They've had somewhat of an easy go the first two games at home, on the road. Game, you know, does I'm not saying it doesn't matter because of the playoffs, but it was a perfect kind of trap game. Now that Embiid and this information came out, I think it's got their full attention. So uh, give me the Miami Heat minus one and a half. I might be wrong. Maybe Embiid comes back, has a monster game. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm rolling. I, I'm rolling Miami Heat. I, I'm not changing my mind on it. I'm not. I'm not. Like, it, yeah, no, I, I'll I think, take my chances with Miami. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. No, I mean, I think they're the better team regardless. Um, but. Um, I, I do think Embiid would give them a big lift and, you know, kind of like you were, well, and I, and I follow your thought process there that this was probably a good flat spot for them, but now with Embiid playing, they're not flat now. So yeah, we will, we'll, we'll uh, we just have to see. Yeah. We'll find out. And, and there'll be more that comes out, you know, when, when the, the tough part is that you might not find out on Embiid like officially until half hour before tip. literally. Right. All right. Yes. Joshua says, should I take Embiid 15 points, Maxi 15 points, or both? All right, Brian, I'll throw it to you, but let, I'll, I'll, let me give mine really quickly. Simulations here, I got him at 19.9 points, so essentially 20. Now, Embiid at 15 points generally is criminally low. You know what I mean? Yes. But tonight scares me. Like, I, if, I, if I were in the same spot, Joshua, the, what I would do – and I'll tell you what, I'll write it with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I, I'm, I'm in on Maxi. Give me over on Maxi, 15 points. Is it now, only 15? Are we sure that's really the number? If it, hey, if it's 15, I'm taking that over all, all yeah, day. No, I, mean, I will too, yeah. all day, because he's had 34 last game, 19 the game before, 25 the closeout with Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 if that's it, yeah, I'll roll with Maxi. Um, now, with Embiid, I, I'll sprinkle some on it. Like, I, you know, I'll, I'll go like a quarter of a unit or something um, just to have it there because 15 points could happen quick, right? Like, I mean, it could happen real quick for Embiid. So, yeah, but if, if with this question, yeah, I, I would roll Maxi uh, comparatively. Brian, your thoughts? Are yeah, no, I I, uh, I like Maxi. I'm just not sure that that prop is only 15. I'm trying to find it right now. Um, You're good. Keep, I, keep looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, uh, while you do that, uh, looking at the next game here. All right. So, the second game tonight, we've got the Suns at the Mavericks. All right. Suns lead the series 2-0. Um, 
Tip is at 8.30 Central. So It's a pick. We've got it at a pick. Uh, Joshua, Josh, he says he says it's 14 and a half. Uh, Embiid well, is 25 and a half where, I, where I'm seeing, and I haven't found Maxi. Maxi is 20 and one half. That's All what right. I've got at my, there might my be some juice there. If it's for, if, if Josh, if you're sitting at 14 and a half, hey, man. but hey, hammer it, Josh, hammer it, brother. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> let me know where that book is, dude. Like, jump all over that. I'll jump in it with you. Um, no doubt. yeah, man. Um, uh, with the but I'm not uh, against Maxi at over 20 and a half, I'm nah, not against like it. I said, not... yeah, Josh says he's got it on fan to him. Um, so nice. all right, so with the Suns, Josh, I'm in on that with the Suns. Uh, we got it at a pick. <laughs> Excuse me. We got it at a pick. Uh, total sitting at 218. All right. Brian, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this. There's no reason for me to get off Phoenix's train until they tell me to get off the train. Like, I feel the same way with Miami right now. Could be a trap, right? Could absolutely be a trap. But look, let me say this. Phoenix won both games of the series. They won the first by seven. They won the second by 20. All right. You look at the Suns, 70% against the spread as a road underdog this year, 63% against the spread as an underdog in general, and they're 60% against the spread in their last five against Dallas. Now, you look at Miami. Let me jump back to that one real quick. All right. The Heat have covered six of his last seven games in the second round of the playoffs. You look at Philly. Long road stretches have not been kind to them at all. They, they're three and seven against the spread their last 10 after three straight on the road. Now, here's a stat, getting right back to it, the Suns at Mavericks game, all right? In the second round of the playoffs, last two years, 6-0 and against the spread. Phoenix was 4-0 last year in the second round. They're 2-0 against the spread. Like, again, the bet could lose, and if it does, I'm fine with it because I've right. ridden these teams both. You won't lose any sleep. No, because I've ridden the Heat in games one and two. I've ridden the Suns in games one and two. Like, I'm not afraid to do it. So I'm going to ride both of those trains until they tell me not to. And they certainly haven't done that. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, man. I I, I had been thinking I was going to play Dallas, but I just can't get in front of this train that, that is Phoenix right now. That fourth quarter the other night was one of the all-time quarters I've ever seen. I, I don't know that any team in NBA history could have an answer of that just one window of time. I mean, that was just – I mean, it was a six-point game with eight minutes left, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah. and then Chris Paul got gassed and was like, Coach, you know, let me get a breather. We're up 15 or whatever it was. You know, thinking I'll come back in a minute. But oh, and they're up 25. There's no need to come back. So, um, and look, uh, as, as brilliant as Luca is offensively, he's kind of been a liability defensively. Um, and look, because, you know, he's not the fastest guy and he's so tall. So when he gets – on these pick and roll situations, if there's a switch and he ends up on Booker or, or Chris Paul, he just it's tough. And I mean, Jason Kidd has said he's got to he's got to participate. Um, <laughs> he's got to play better defense. Um, now, look, I don't put it past Luca to have some just brilliant forty point sixteen assist game and carry them to victory. It could happen, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I, I, I mean, I. It's tough. Look, it's tough. It's it's tough. And, and, you know, exactly what Josh is saying here. Like, Dallas came back from down before. Luka Magic happened. Like, dude, Luka's the – he's one of the the few guys that I will never, ever, ever, like, fade. I'll fade Dallas, right, Right. like, as a team because I think just Phoenix, you know, is just a better team, better overall. But what Josh is saying here, absolutely, like, 
Luca could go off, and I know his point total uh, is uh, 33 and a half uh, for tonight. And look, if De- look, here's the other thing: if da- if you're taking Dallas right to cover to win, I know it's sitting at a pick. Like you might as well take Luca over 33 and a half because they're not doing it if he doesn't go for minimum what 35, right? Like I, I don't know anyone else that's just going to completely go off. I mean, Brun- I mean, Brunson has that capability, but um, he's got to sh- he's got to show it to us. Um, and he did it a little in the last series. Um, I will say, um, uh, Dallas was number two in the NBA in scoring defense this year. They only gave up one hundred four. Um, I was looking at it a minute. I think it was one hundred four point one per game. And Phoenix has scored one twenty one and one twenty nine. And the other night, Dallas made seventeen threes. The other night, dude. And- okay, so. Uh, uh, you're exactly right. Like game one, right? Like Phoenix was legitimately perfect. They they were perfect in game two. Uh, Phoenix only won game one by seven, right? Like I, I'm with you. And, and same thing that Josh has said. Like that be, that was a game at the end, right? Like Phoenix was going to win that game, but like looking at it from a spread perspective, like Phoenix gave them all they had in game one, and. Oh, and yeah, if seven. Devin Booker catches that inbound, if he just passes it to somebody Dog. instead of holding the ball with seven seconds left, I don't know that they would have fouled again, and that would have been a miracle cover because I had the Mavs plus six in that Yeah, so, so I'm with you there. Keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, like, I, <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. Like, Phoenix is so good, but, man, Dallas, Dallas is good too, man, and especially from a cover perspective, I know it's been rough the last two, but before that, like, they were, what, eight and one, like, in the last nine, like, their cover machine, but when it's sitting at a pick, man, like let's take Phoenix to win. Well, the numbers are are really similar. Uh, Dallas at home is thirty one and thirteen straight up, twenty five and nineteen against the spread. Phoenix is thirty four and ten straight up, twenty seven and seventeen against the spread on the road. So, I mean, I I just, I just think I got to pass, or or at least just look for for in game opportunities. But um, yeah, live is not a bad way to go about it. But yeah. I'm with you. You're probably going to win your Phoenix bet. They looked outstanding. I mean, they're a good team, man. But, you know, we'll you, see, man. Read on the road and stuff. You would think there'll be a little regression. I mean, they can't shoot it like they did in the fourth quarter the other yeah. night. But my, my point the other night, yeah. what I was making the other night with the Mavs is um, they made 17 threes and still yeah. got beat by 20. I know. It's crazy, man. Like, when Phoenix is on, dude, good luck. But, yeah, I'm going to roll Heat one and a half. I'll roll Suns on the uh, on the money. Sorry line. to be All a right. fence center. I got some opinions on tomorrow's. Yeah, all right, I'll tell you what. Let's get to those here in just a second. Yeah, we're uh, we we got a couple more seconds we want to get to, uh, and then yeah, we'll we'll circle back on that one. All right, so uh, baseball for today. Look, uh, I don't know if anybody saw Tennessee and Kentucky last night went into thirteen innings full. Kentucky ended up walking off, you know, on the bottom of the thirteenth. Kentucky went through some bullpen dudes. Tennessee went through a couple. Tennessee's okay uh, in regards to their bullpen, but look, I'm going to take the over. Uh, it's, it was at 11 and a half earlier. It's been taken off the books. It should be back up here shortly. Uh, I'm going to roll the over 11 and a half Tennessee, Kentucky, because if I, if one team can get to the other's bullpen quickly, you're going to get some runs up. If both teams get starters out, dude, this thing could be a madhouse. So I'm going to roll with that. Uh, one thing, major league baseball tonight, be careful. There's bad weather everywhere. Like we've already seen some games. Uh, the Dodgers and Cubs, that's been taken off the board. We've seen multiple of them. So with weather, obviously, you get wind. It's tough to hit bombs. Like, it it, it, it messes with, you know, run scoring, right? 
But I'm going to roll Blue Jays Guardians over six and a half. And that one could be a nasty weather game. But six and a half, I like that. Uh, and and I'm going to take the Pirates. I'm, I'm going to continue to fade the Reds. Now, this is a game that, that Cincy probably should win. But, dude, I'm going to roll. I, I'm I, – I, I, I'm fading the Reds every, every until they tell me. Show, I, just, I hear about and I've been hearing about it from you, obviously, and great job by you and everybody. I, I just don't bet baseball, and I know when I jump in and fade the Reds, that's when they're going to win. So, I, yeah. I'm not – it, it, it could be a game like they could, you know, win tonight. Again, they, they probably should win tonight, right? But, dude, the Reds, they're 3-22 and 22 straight up this season. They're 1-7 and seven at home, okay? Three and twenty as an underdog, one and five as a home underdog. All right, they're zero and eleven against teams that are allowing less than four uh, runs. All right, they're two and thirteen on a third game without a day off. Like their numbers are a disaster, a disaster. That being said, it's not like the Pirates are that great of a team either, right? Like we we had some really nice. Uh, wins the last couple days against the Brewers. Um, but you know what? I, I'm going to roll with it. It could lose. It it could lose. But I'm going to roll with the Pirates. Yeah, you don't have to explain yourself fading the Reds until they win one. Keep fading yeah. the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just not yeah. going to jump in because I'll jinx it I'll, I'll, for everybody. <laughs> Zach Goodman says, Pirates, Blue Jays, Padres, all money lines. I love it. Like, honestly, man, like, I, I feel you on that completely. <laughs> all right. So, getting out of baseball there. Those are our picks on that. Uh, all right, so, Brian, UFC 274. Tomorrow, let, let's just say this. This is one of the best sports betting weekends that you're going to get all year. Sure. We've got two great NBA games tonight. We've got two great NBA games tomorrow. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. UFC 274 is tomorrow, which is a monster card. So break down what we've got, uh, and, and what are your best bets uh, in regards to it? Yeah, so um... – Turns out, um, and I forget where I was on the explaining of it, I, I think Justin Gaethje can win the belt if he wins tomorrow. He's still going to fight Oliveira. Oliveira will lose like 20 to 30% of his purse or something to that effect, which will go to Gaethje. Oliveira will not be eligible to win a bonus, and he will not be eligible to win the title. I mean, this is shocking, man. He used to fight at 145 pounds, and he just missed weight in his third or uh, second title defense. This is wild, wild. Yeah. Um, sucks for him. Now, so the the odds were minus one seventy for Oliveira. Looks like a couple of books have gone down to minus one sixty. Oh, and then um, so uh, BetMGM, our good good friends. Um, this is let's see. So they opened Oliveira at minus one fifty, and he was minus one sixty five before this weight cut. So I, I have not seen what it is. Um, in the last whatever half hour, but um, Nami Rose Nami Yunus, um, the women's strawweight title, 150, 115 pounds, excuse me. Um, she opened minus 160, she's now minus 225 at Bet MGM. Carla Asparza is plus, uh, or she opened plus 130, she's now plus 185. Uh, that is a rematch of the first ever women's strawweight title where uh, Asparza won, but Rose was really, really, really young. I think she was like 19 when that fight took place. Um, she's now the champ. Asparza beat her, but this is like seven and a half years later. 
Um, and I have a pick on Rose that I will share in a moment. And then the other uh, big fight on the main card. Well, there's a couple of others, but uh, Michael Chandler opened minus 350 versus Tony Ferguson. He is now minus 400. And Ferguson opened plus 270, now plus 300. Those are your odds at our good friends at Bet MGM. Okay, so regardless of this weight cut deal, my play will remain the same. I like under one and a half rounds in Oliveira Gaethje uh, for a plus 155 return. So we get half of the second round, two and a half minutes. Um, if, if the fight ends at 2.30 of round two, it'll be a push. We, we want it to be 229 or less, or we want it to end in round one, actually. Now, some books don't offer over-unders. They'll do like a, a prop instead for it to end in round one or two. So yeah. that would probably be what I what I think it'll end in round one or two. Um, you probably won't get as generous of plus 155 odds. Go ahead. Were you about to say something? Oh, my bad. I'm oh, sorry. I thought you were about to ask no, something. My bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go under one and a half rounds with Gaethje Oliveira. The thinking being Gaethje um, – is the better stand-up guy and can knock him out in round one. Oliveira is the better um, ground game jiu-jitsu guy. He's got the most finishes in UFC history. He's got the most submissions in UFC history. This was going to be a barn burner. Justin uh, Gaethje has been in nine uh, UFC fights, and he's got 10 fight night bonuses. His fights are can't miss. They are always full of action and I've never watched a boring Justin Gaethje fight. All right. In the co-main event with Rose Nami Yunus and Carla Esparza, I think Rose is a little expensive at minus 220. Now, um, I think she wins, um, if, and I think she's good in a parlay. But the way I'm going to do it um, is I'm going to go with Rose to win inside the distance. And the odds on Rose uh, to win – Inside the distance. Oh, is my computer freezing up here? Oh, no. Thug Rose? You're taking Thug Rose? Thug inside Rose. The distance? Yes, inside the distance. And my uh, my odds thing went out on me. Hold on one second. Sorry. You're good. Little technical difficulties, but we got it coming up right here. All right, let's see here. Uh, I think it's uh, what? Uh, plus 200? Is that what it is to win inside the distance? Because that yeah, is even better than it's I essentially, thought. Yeah, rose by KO, TKO, DQ, or submission, plus 200. Boom. There you go. There you go. That's what I like. And then I also like Joe Lozon as a plus 140 underdog against my boy Cowboy Cerrone. I hate to do it because Cowboy is my man. Um, I love Cowboy. But, man, he's getting up there in age. He's winless in his last six fights. Uh, there was one mm. draw. Uh, in there. One of the losses, I thought he beat Pettis, but um, he's gotten knocked out a bunch. And uh, Lozon, I'm going to take him as a plus 140 dog. He's also a little bit younger, not by much. These are both veterans. And then, look, Tony Ferguson has lost three in a row, but he had won 12 in a row before that. He lost to Gaethje. He got badly beaten at UFC 249, that first show after the the lockdown, the start of the pandemic. And um, he came back seven months later. He fought Oliveira. He should have taken a year off after that beating. He took seven months off. He lost a decision to Oliveira. Oliveira, in thirteen his last 13 wins, 12 of them are finishes. He couldn't finish Ferguson. So, yeah. and That's then pretty Ferguson, tough, dude, on seven months after Gaethje. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, you saw Gaethje put a, a, a savage yeah. beating on him. And then he lost a decision to Darius, who's a great wrestler, 
great grappler. So Ferguson's now had a year off, and Chandler's only one and two in the UFC, and he's a minus 400 favorite, and he just got blasted by Gaethje, and he's fighting again six months later. He should take more time off. So I'm going to go with Ferguson just a little bit, plus 300 underdog. So Ferguson plus 300 dog, uh, under one and a half Gaethje Oliveira plus 155, Joe Lozon plus 140, and Rose Nami Yunus inside the distance. That'll do nice. it. Nice. I like it. All right. Our next big action on Saturday, the Kentucky Derby. So I'm going to throw it to you first, Brian. Do you have any picks, any thoughts that you have on it? And then I'll throw mine out. I got to let you carry us through this segment, my brother. I don't know anything <laughs> right. about the ponies, my man. Yeah, so we're going to go epicenter to win. Plus 350 should be number three on your cards there. All right, epicenter to win. Now, what we're also going to do is we're going to place a couple bets here, a couple show bets. All right, and what a show bet is is that your horse, all they have to do is finish in the top three in any, in any number. Could win, could finish second, could finish third, just finish in the top three. We're going to take epicenter, show, Cyberknife show, Zardon show. Now, for anybody out there who wants to, if you like parlays, horse racing is your bread and butter, okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to play an exacta. So you have to pick the horses to finish first and second in that order, okay? We're going to go epicenter first, Zardon finishes second. Then we're going to play a trifecta. Epicenter first, Zardon second, Cyberknife third. So that's where we're going. So I'll, I'll quickly run through that again. Epicenter to win, plus 350. Epicenter, Cyberknife, and Zardon, all three show. Exacta, Epicenter, and Zardon. Trifecta, Epicenter, Zardon, Cyberknife. There we go. All right. Real quick, Brian, you said you had some thoughts on the NBA games tomorrow. Hit those, and then we'll hit our parlay, and we'll get on out of here. Yeah, I'm going to go Milwaukee minus three against uh, Boston. It was kind of a throwaway game in game two. Boston was hitting everything early. They accomplished what they wanted to in Beantown. They got the split. Uh, I think they'll play well uh, back at home. Milwaukee minus three. Um, despite uh, Dylan Brooks being suspended, and I am a little concerned about Desmond Bain's back that has clearly been bothering him. But he's had several days off, so hopefully he'll be better. I, I, I think this Memphis-Golden State series is just going to be nail-biter after nail-biter after nail-biter. I got to go with the Grizzlies catching the points. So those are my two NBA plays for Manana. I like it, man. Yeah, and it's been it's been a war so far, you know, in those yeah, first Yeah, great games. Great games. Yeah, they really have been. I'm excited to see what game three looks like, you know, when they go to Golden State. Real quick before we get to our parlays, Josh says, take the Royals tonight. Look, man, Royals, they've lost five of their last six. All right, three of those losses were – you know, shutouts, right? Zero runs. However, it's <laughs> Baltimore. Got a good shot, man. That I mean, if you're asking for a bounce back game, like Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, right? Like those are the teams you want to go up against. What I worry about is the game could get rained out. And we've already seen Mets and Phillies. That's been rained out. Dodgers, Cubs, that's been rained out. Like there's rain everywhere. So be careful out there betting Major League Baseball tonight. Hey, at, at what point in your baseball betting career did you finally get hosed on a game that had gone over already and then it gets rained out in the seventh inning and you find uh, out that all totals and run line bets are canceled when it gets it's the worst. Out? It's the worst. Dude, I was it's so the mad the first time that ever happened to me. Oh, brutal. I know. It's the absolute worst. Like, it'll drive you insane because you did all the work. You already hit the bet. 
Yes. <clears throat> oh, don't even get me started on that. Like, right? yeah, I I agree with you, dude. It's it's maddening. All right. Last segment here. Our parlay, the perfect bet MGM parlay for today, for this week, this weekend. However, you want to get down. I'll throw you mine first, Brian, and then let me let me hear what you got. Oh, oh, did you continue? Did you hit your six straight last week? No, we lost by one leg, dude. One uh-huh. leg. Yeah, so our streak is coming five, to an end. But five-week five uh, parlay streak. That's impressive. I appreciate that, man. You know what? We're going to start a new one right here. All right, three legs <laughs> all tonight. Three legs all tonight plus 447. Heat money line. Vanderbilt baseball money line against Georgia. Chris Paul over 17 and a half points. So that's plus 447. Heat money line. Vandy money line. Chris Paul over 17 and a half. What do you got? All right, I'm going to do all UFC 274 in the octagon. Let's go Thug Rose, minus 220. Let's go Randy Brown, minus 105. And let's go, I said Joe Lozon, plus 140. It's actually up to plus 152 now. So Lozon, Brown, and Nami, Thug Rose, Nami Yunus, um, three-leg UFC parlay, 100 gets a 619 and 98 cents. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a perfect time for both of us to start new streaks. Get it rolling. Do it. Make some money and do it. So, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Again, make sure to download that BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z 200. All right. $10 money line wager on any NBA team tonight. You win $200 if they hit 1 3. That's it. You just need 1 3. So, make sure to do that. All right. Everybody, thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's cash for tickets. Brian, any final good luck parting thoughts that you have for the crew here? Oh, man, just good luck with your bets, everybody. And uh, make sure you check out these UFC fights tomorrow night. It's going to be a uh, – it should be a fire card. Dude, it's going to be a good one, man. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon.